0: So it was 6 a.m. And I was in a very rural part of the state of Puebla, about 250 or 300 kilometers uh, from, from Mexico City. Uh, I remember getting onto the main road and watching the sunrise. And then I have no more memory. And then at 7 a.m., the uh, paramedics uh, received the call uh, that there was a cyclist lying in the road. I was taking to a tiny little village with more like a clinic than a hospital. It was obvious I really needed like emergency surgery.
1: From Outside Magazine, this is The Daily Rally. Short stories of resilience in the face of big challenges and unexpected adventures. Today, a bike messenger learns the upside of slowing down. After this,
0: Uh, my name is Alan Shaw. I, I never know how to introduce who I am, what I do. (laughs) I'm a cyclist, uh, traveler, photographer. I've worked as a bike messenger for a long time, Uh, and yeah, I like to use my bike as an instrument to uh, discover and uh, experience the world. I also started uh, a project called Gaze OK Cycling, a LGBTQ positive uh, cycling brand, uh, making predominantly caps, t-shirts, and other apparel, and with the idea of sort of energizing and uh, uplifting the LGBT community in cycling, as well as creating allies and, and creating more space for better representation. When it comes to the accident, uh, there, there was quite a lot of moments that really stuck out to me as like hard moments of realizing how serious the situation was. And I think the first sort of really hard moment for me was I remember arriving in the emergency room of, the, of the, the third hospital I was brought to. They were all waiting for me because they knew I was coming from quite far. And then there was a team of maybe 14 or 15 doctors all, all standing all around me. And I just remember seeing the reflection, the reflection of the, the expression in their eyes. that told me for the first time really strongly, like, this, this is uh, very serious. Because you could see in their eyes that they they were calculating me and seeing all the things that they needed to do, and like it, it was a very serious uh, facial expressions. And that's when it really hit me for the first time. I think I broke my my femur and I broken my pelvis. The pelvis break was pretty serious. Um, I didn't know this before, but the like your pelvis is the part of your body where all of your main blood arteries and all your nerves pass from your spinal cord into your legs and your lower body so like you know messing up that kind of surgery or not responding to it quickly can be like a very very serious situation also given that i was navigating the whole experience in spanish i didn't always necessarily fully understand what they were telling me they were going to do to me so in the very beginning part it was about just letting go of all control and trusting and and but also like managing a certain level of fear then the rest of the emotions creep in you know Obviously, you have all these emotions about how you know, how sad it is that, that you've broken yourself and the sort of disappointment of all the future plans that you have that are going to kind of not happen. Having to, having to sort of process the fact that um, life was going to change uh, and that it was going to take some time and a lot of my immediate plans were going to fall through, ah, I've just been proud of myself for so long on not having a serious accident. And uh, so there's this sort of dig to your pride. One of the frustrating parts for me, I think, is I'm kind of like a get up and go person when I feel like there's a problem to go and be solved and I'm going to jump on it and go. Um, so it feels like, OK, I've got to recover. So let's make the recovery happen, you know. But, but uh, ultimately, it's not a quick process. It's, it's not a quick process. And also you can't rush it because you have to do it right. It's like, we're going to keep at it. We're going to keep at it. But we're gonna be patient and listen to our body and let it and let it dictate how quickly we go. And when you put all of the the bits of the story together and then you see where I ended up and how I am now, um and none of it matters, you know, like none of the plans, it would be silly to put so much weight on them, given how lucky how lucky I am that the situation worked itself out the way it did. all pales in comparison to the fact that that I'm ultimately okay. I mean, I think my main mantra at the moment is the idea of patience and persistence. Like, this is the game for me right now. I've also been using the Spanish term poco a poco a lot. (laughs) Like, bit by bit, poco a poco, dia a dia, day by day, you know? Like, uh, one poco is like three more degrees uh, uh, bend on my knee a day, you know? That's what I'm aiming for. My knee on my left leg is very stiff. And, uh, and once we get back to the point of using it more for walking, I really want to be able to bend it loads. So this is one of my big pocos It's a couple of degrees, flex on the knee every day.
1: Almost seven months after Alan Shaw's accident, he competed in the 2,745-mile Great Divide mountain bike race. Alan is originally from Glasgow, Scotland, but he currently lives in Mexico City. He's the founder of Kay Cycling. You can find Alan on Instagram at Photo. This story was produced by me, Kat Jaffe. We want to hear your stories. Please nominate the people in your life who found a way to rally. Go to outsideonline.com slash dailyrally, where you can also see photos of many of our guests. The Daily Rally was created for Outside by me, Kat Jaffe, and House of Pod. The executive producer for Outside is Michael Roberts. Additional production and script editing by Marin Larson. Our audio editors are Kevin Seaman and Benny Beausoleil. And our music is composed by Louis Weeks. We appreciate our Outside Plus members who make this show possible. If you're not already a member, you can join us at outsideonline.com/podplus. Thank you for listening.